Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. If you would like the ad-free version of this podcast and help support entertainment talk along the way, please simply head over to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up as a patron, and then sign up under the $1 level tier. This will get you access to all of our podcasts that are ad-free in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. It's a great way to support entertainment talk and to get your ad-free podcasts. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link is in the description. Welcome to Talking Zombie, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for iZombie on the CW and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today is Roberts. How are you today? I'm doing good, it's been kind of a nutty week. Uh, this is the time of year where ne- Mother Nature can be just a real pill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were we were cruising along, warming up a little bit nicely, you know, start, weather's starting to get a little bit back, and then she's like, oh yeah, you enjoying the spring? Okay, the snow. <laughs> so that happened. Right. And then after that got all sorted out, she's like, oh, you think you're used to the snow? Okay, um, 50 degrees and rain for the next four days. <laughs> so I spent uh, most of the week with half the state under a flood watch. Oh. And yeah, just really crap. Oh, that's a shame. Um, well, that's what happens when you, you got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty muddy and rainy over here as well. The last couple of days. Um... Yeah, how are you doing in general? You alright? Uh, in general, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, it's been a pretty decent week, so outside of, you know, the snow thing, it's been pretty good. Cool, cool. So we're here to talk about Season 4, Episode 5, which was called Goonstruck. Uh, very strange name, but that's uh, kind of what this show does sometimes as well. What did you think of this episode? Well... It was a good episode. I forget if I mentioned it on the last podcast. Goon is kind of a slang term. Sorry about that. Somebody outside just decided to honk. Um, Goon is a slang term for an enforcer in hockey. So it's somebody that's on the ice, that's really physical, uh, tends to knock people over. If you ever see like highlights to where it's two hockey players fighting, mm-hmm. that tends to be the goon. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's a, a football equivalent of it. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Uh, there could be one, but maybe I'm not aware of it. Uh, did you enjoy the episode, though? Yeah, it was, it was a nice, funny, light uh, episode to get away from some of the dark that had been going on mm-hmm. for the last couple. Apart from the particularly dark thing that happened in this episode. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, the, yeah. there was that, but um, that was more plot point than somebody intentionally just trying to be a you know a pill or be okay. dark with it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, I, I still thought this was a good episode. It was just a bit of an odd one where it's like... Okay, last week you bring Angus back in, you have this reveal, you show him off to Major, and then he's off on this, like, road trip with Donnie, 
Um, and then, like, he's dealing with this girl who tries to, like, kill herself, and then she's brought back as a zombie, and then, like, that, that bit lost me a bit, but some, all, all of the stuff with, with, um, with, with the actual ice hockey players and a lot of stuff, with, like, Liv just whacking into this guy, um, was, uh, was still pretty fun. I picked the, um, because I, I do it before we even record the podcast, I picked the thumbnails out for the podcast and stuff. And this week mm-hmm. I managed to find, because um, of course I can't create my own because there's only certain, certain images from the show that are available. Uh, but I've got one basically where, um, you know when Ravi decides to start filming Liv and Clive's there and they sort of go, ooh, like that when she uh, hits something. It's uh, it's basically that. Um, actually, was that was that the one I picked? That's one I went for actually, I think. Um, I think the one I actually picked was um, when they're playing ice hockey in the... Uh, you know where they work together? Uh-huh. Well, I p- picked one from there. Um, so all that stuff was really good with, like, Liv and Clive and um, and Ravi. Uh, and then you've got the stuff with Blaine in the interrogation room, uh, which which was good as well. Uh, was there any particular highlights for you? Um, I'm still trying to figure out. I really wish they would have done some sort of setup towards the... Uh, road trip between major and the guy i call annoying because that's i can't ever remember his name donnie i just he yeah donnie but he's annoying <laughs> um i mean once yeah. they had the scene in the the boardroom with the um the all the guys from fillmore graves talking about the general's daughter i immediately knew that's who that was okay because that's that was a very obvious plot point i mean it's about as subtle as a fart in an elevator <laughs> um but you know I really wish some setup would have been done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more comical, not in a good way, with the whole East Germany thing going on with that dude with like the really bad accent being the inspector um, taking over the investigation um, with the death of the three uh, zombies from the week previous that were Renegade's uh, helpers. Yeah. Um. So what did you think of... I think we should just sort of talk about it and kind of get it out of the way a bit, seeing as it was like the clear dark thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Saran getting publicly executed with... What do you call that thing? The thing that they like squashed her head with. Uh, it's a, I mean, physically, it's a variant of a guillotine, but instead of chopping the head off, it just squashes it. Yeah. I really can't think of a good word for it, but if you've ever seen like YouTube videos or slow motion videos where they just take like a watermelon and drop it from a, a large height <laughs> yeah, and then have it you yeah. know, splatter off. It's basically meant to mimic that without actually, at least they didn't show it. I mean, I think even as dark as they're going with the show, showing that would have probably either pushed that or the FCC sensors too far. Yeah. I mean, this is still on network television. So, um... which is the federal communication. Yeah. Yeah, for those in the UK that don't know, the FCC is the Federal Communications Commission, and they basically regulate what is and isn't allowed on broadcast TV. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, like that's that's why there's no swearing outside of you know, like the very generic, very low end swear words mm-hmm. on basic television. You'll never see them because they're FCC violations. So, like, you'll never get an F bomb or a C bomb or anything like that. No, only in like a HBO or Netflix. Cable's another or... battle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Paid, paid TV services over cable or over the internet aren't regulated by that. So, like, Showtime, HBO, anything that Netflix pr- produces mm-hmm. aren't covered by it. So, 
you know they have free reign to do more. What does uh, FX come under? Uh, technically, FX is a cable show, but they tend not to go, you know, the, for the hard R rating. I guess, or for the hard eighteen rating, it would be their, okay. your guys' closest equivalent. Hmm. I mean, they can do more and get more. They just typically don't. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like not... with podcasts. I mean, you could swear up and down if you wanted to podcast, as most people tend not to. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only rule with that is you have to have um, an explicit tag. Otherwise, you can uh, basically get in trouble for it. So, um, but yeah, that was that was pretty. I th- I genuinely thought that they were going to cliffhanger there. Um, and I know this isn't not to take the Mickey out of the Walking Dead, but this isn't the Walking Dead <laughs> where you go to basically execute someone and you don't show it. Um, I'll, I'll never forget that that happened. Like, sure, I'm over it. It was two seasons ago, or whatever. But I'll never forget that that happened, and I'm sure the internet won't. But, um, yeah, in a way, I'm glad that they went through with it and showed it, but that's kind of, I guess, in TV format where I expected a cliffhanger. Plus, because, like, they got to the execution scene, I checked how long was left, and it was, like, three or four minutes, and then they went on for it, with it for a little bit, and you got, like, a minute of credits or whatever, and I thought, okay, how, how much longer is sort of left? And I didn't want to check after that. Um, yeah. But I, I thought it was a possibility, but at least, like, not in a mean way, but at least they did it, and we can kind of resume from there next week. Um, and, like, obviously... Yeah, it's kind of like the, the closest the closest equivalent would be for uh, Game of Thrones when they executed uh, the head of the House Stark. And yeah. He's, you know, got his head on the block, and you're thinking, oh, he'll get out of it, oh, he'll get out of it. Oh, he didn't get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... It, it, it was... I, I wasn't sure if she was going to die, and she isn't, like... I don't really see her as that much of a major character. She's more of, like, a r- semi-regular that's got a name to me, basically. Um, uh-huh. I, I, I still cared about her a little bit. Um, how, how did you feel about her? I thought she was a good plot point. Yeah. Um, she was definitely a driving force for part of whether they're going with the underground. Um, and then with her death at the end cap scene, they had uh, the one hockey guy that was part of her crew, you know, covertly, and then Liv, you know, kind of take up that mantle. So as much as her death is a bummer, it kind of serves as, as a necessary jumping off point for Liv doing what she's going to be doing next. I suppose so, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it was it was difficult for everyone involved to, to have the watch and stuff. Um but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to see where things I guess go from there. Um, let's talk about because I've got several different notes and we can kind of do whatever um, in which order. Uh, Live as a Canadian hockey player. Um, we didn't really get a like hockey death. We got more of something from like something yeah. else. Um, but we did get the whole like he gets the, the guy gets beaten up or whatever, and then Blaine's the one that that kills the guy. Um, what what did you think of Liv as a hockey, as a Canadian hockey player? I think she definitely had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I actually bought it, but you could it with it at least with her acting, you can always tell when she's having fun with a personality role. Mm. Um, the closest I've seen even remotely to that, I don't know if you ever saw the short-lived series Dollhouse. No, I've heard of it though. 
for those people that don't know, and I'd be shocked if you did know, it's, it's more of a niche show. Uh, Dollhouse was another one of the shows that Josh Whedon got mm. after the success of Buffy and Angel. Uh, the premise was is that there are these uh, people that worked in essentially a brothel that was called mm-hmm. they were called dolls because they had no personality and they could have personalities imprinted onto them and so that was it, it, it was a decent concept it never really got a chance to you know live up to its full potential so I always think of dollhouse whenever I see I zombie okay. um, and it, I know it's on streaming services so if you're looking for two quick seasons and I think they're both 13 episodes long. Okay. Um, I mean, the first season is definitely worth watching. The second one, I mean, it's not bad. It suffers from the problem of they ended the first season in a weird way and had to work around it in the second season and it never really worked. Okay. Um, and really, I don't want to go too much farther into that tangent, but yeah, I mean, she was clearly having fun doing the hockey thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much of her was actual skating because as somebody who has skated before, that's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, <laughs> you fall on your ass a lot, a mm-hmm. lot. So, and if she can skate, you know, more power to her. Uh, the only reason why I bring it up is because she's Australian, and you know, Australia you don't really know for ice skating. Okay, but maybe she rollerbladed as a kid. Who knew? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's one I, of those random random questions that if I ever was in like a a panel for uh, you know like Comic Con or something like that, that's mm-hmm. a question that I would ask. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. You could, yeah, you could see she was having fun with it and stuff, which always helps. Um. Yeah, it it, it was fun to see, and there was also um. You know the guy she continuously beats up? Was that the guy you said in the preview podcast who was in Walking Dead? Because I recognized him when I saw him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was him. Let me uh, double check and yeah. pull that up. So we mentioned that in the preview podcast, and I, was, I wasn't quite sure who it was. I think it was Sam's older brother. Um, basically, when, they, when some of the characters moved into Alexandria, there was... Uh, I can't remember the family surname, but he, he played one of the older brothers of the family, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, the actor's name is Daniel Bonjour. Uh, his his character's name was Levon Patch, obviously. Okay. And then in uh, Walking Dead, he played Aiden Monroe. Yeah, yeah. So let me go. I think like ninety percent right. Check on that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the episode was called Spend. Uh, get the full cast. Spend. Yeah, yeah. It, it rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, because Deanna Monroe is in there, Aiden Monroe's in there, and there's a couple other Monroes, so... Yeah. Um, but no, he he was good as well, and he, he did his role um, pretty well from that as well. Did you like him? Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot. I think he's... I'm hoping he's going to be a season regular or a series regular just because he would be a good ally for Lib. I mean, you have uh, Robbie and Babineau, but with both of them technically working for the police... She's not going to have an ally outside of that to do what they're looking for her to do, being, you know, part of the underground. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought all, the, all those scenes were, were pretty good with her on the ice, just beating this guy and just slamming him into the and the walls and stuff. Did she, like, throw him over the side at some point? I think she did. Uh, not so or much so, throw. It's just, yeah, I mean, she does chuck somebody over the side, but yeah. um, those walls are about hip height. So if you just move upward a little bit, with the forward momentum, they just go over. It's like, right, right. Um, 
knockers or plonks or something like that is the UK equivalent of like pegs that you knock over. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like that. It's just that they're just you know the walls are at a specific height <laughs> to knock somebody over for a pivot point. So that's something that mm. even though she was half his body weight. You know, you get a little speed, get a little min- little momentum, and sure. that's very easily inside the realm of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're on ice, not exactly the most stable surface to try and oh, stand yeah, up on. So. Yeah, you've got no uh, standing point on ice, so... <laughs> no, uh, But no, all that stuff was, was pretty good. Um, but yeah, we, we have, have enjoyed most of Liv's, um, let's just say brain personalities, I think that's the easiest way to, to describe it. Um... What else do we have? We have uh, something a little bit darker. Peyton dealing with that bus driver. He gets mm-hmm. Peyton basically gets told like that he's causing some problems and he doesn't look right and stuff. And Peyton like talks to him one on one and she says like, "What's what's kind of, I guess like what's going on?" And you look very pale and stuff. Um, and he talks about the shortage of brain. Is it brain tubes they're calling them? Um, yeah, because if you remember like from the uh, first episode of this, yeah, uh, kind of like I'm sure they're using like yogurt packs to stand in for that. Uh, but if you remember from the first episode, they had that little conveyor belt with the brains, you know, dumping into the industrial thing and getting chewed up and spit out in tube form. Yeah, basically, that's all the brains are getting shipped in, just being mass produced in mass quantities and then converted into rations. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, like, talks to him and stuff, and she, she tries to help him, uh, and then later he crashes a bus, because, like, he's basically getting so hungry that he couldn't focus on that, um, and then he tries to go for this woman, and she shoots him in the street, so, very, um, public and everything, uh, it gave Peyton a good scene to, um, to, like, have a moment for her character, because I would call her a main character, definitely, but she... I feel like she's just a little bit outside of the plot sometimes. So it was good to see her get, I guess, something to do. Um, it was almost mm-hmm. like the equivalent of someone like Thea in Arrow, where uh, she's just in there, but she's not really doing stuff. So I guess like it, it was good for her to, to have something to do. What, what did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, they're going for the juxtaposition of to where you've got Fillmore Graves literally running everything. And then you've got the city officials ostensibly running things, so you know mm. she kind of doesn't really have a role to fill in society, and so they're they're mimicking that with her not really to have a role to fill, you know, in the show. Mm. Uh, but past that, um, yeah, because they have talked a few times in the season about, about not meeting their quotas for brains being donated. That's why they had uh, Mommy Lonely talking about optics and you know, things like that. Okay. So that's um, kind of where they're going with that. Uh, how they finish up is kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have here? So yeah, that was good. And it's good to see her character basically do something other than just like be there with the other characters, basically. Because um, she's got potential to be pretty good. There's no reason she couldn't be um, for something. So uh, I brought it down because I thought it was kind of funny. But like Blaine, Liv, and Clive in the interrogation room. And uh, Liv gets a vision and... Um, says like oh i have to go and then um blaine like pretends to have a vision i guess he sort of stops and does that thing uh and he looks at his watch he's like oh i have to go too and clive's like no no you're not you're not going yet and he's like ah it was worth a try um so that was a nice little sort of funny moment between the would you call blaine a villain still 
technically, I would because I mean, obviously, he was responsible indirectly for Mommy Leon's death. Mm. Um, he did kill the people that were involved on that. I mean, on some level, you can call him not because technically he is being coerced by Fillmore Graves. Yeah. Um, but it's not like he was a saint beforehand. It's not like when Major got blackmailed into doing bad stuff. Mm. You knew basically he was a good guy. He was just in an unfortunate circumstance. This is Blaine just, you know, taking advantage of the situation for Blaine. Mm. Um, but yeah, he, so it's good to see a sort of com- comedic moment between those three. Um, so, so that was really good. Did you like that? Yeah, I mean, they've always had a decent comedic timing, and it's a shame that the way the show is set up, they're not going to have a whole lot of that. Mm. But it's, you know, better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was that was pretty good, too. Uh, so neither neither of us really connected with this Donnie Major Julia storyline this week. It just felt a bit sort of out of place to me with, with everything else. It was still okay. It was still good. Um, it did make me like Donnie less... Because he's just, he's just this, like, he's kind of all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the way he's just, um, I don't know. It's not to do with the actor or the, the, or the way he's being directed. I guess it's just, um, it's not like the way he's written either. It's just him. him this is the part he's cast in. Yeah, yeah. Um, which sometimes it's okay, but in this episode he was just a bit all over the place and, like, they have this girl they're trying to keep there, and Major's off doing... He was off doing something, and then, like, Donnie takes his eye off her, and then suddenly she's she's gone, and uh, she tries to basically... Did she try to kill herself? I think she basically did, didn't she? She took... I don't think she technically tried to kill herself, she, but no? she overdosed on drugs, so... Yeah. Um, it didn't seem like a full accident, I guess. Um... Maybe she saw it as her only way to get out of this thing. Uh, but she's brought back by a major. Um, he, he scratches her. Basically because these guys are like full on knocking on the door and stuff. Um, so yeah, I, just, I didn't really connect with that quite so much. Um, it doesn't bring the episode down for me or anything. Um, I did like the effect of... You know when Donnie's doing the old no, pun- no, no punchback thing and Major punches him and he goes ow I said like no punchbacks and then the theme tune slowly comes in I did really like that Um, yeah um, I don't know if you if they play driving games in the UK or not sometimes yeah it's basically what it was so okay were they playing like the intro song on the radio then because that's kind of what it sounded like Um, yeah but it was a good way to um, have the effect go into the intro it's uh, always quite good uh, what else do we have? We talked about Liv, we talked about the guy from Walking Dead, we talked about Peyton. Uh, yeah, no Angus this week. I guess Major. It's interesting the way that they last week revealed um, Angus and like what well, he or re- revealed it to Major because we already knew from, from the season premiere. Um, revealed it to Major and then he gets tied up with something else. So in this episode, plot wise, he, he hasn't got time to go back to sort that out. So. Next episode, maybe? We're almost halfway through this season, so... Yeah, I mean, we still got a few episodes left. I was just yeah. looking up uh, Aiden Bonjour on uh, IMDb, and he shows um, from the episode that he's in now all the way to the final episode for episode 13. Huh. So he's in it for the rest of the season. Cool. Cool. be interesting to um, see what they do with him. But, uh... 
you yep. agree with what I said about Angus? Like they they basically put Major in a different plot this week to get him away from that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I still wonder how Blaine's going to react because he's not the nicest person. So. Um. Yeah, that's the that's the one setup I've been really waiting for. Yeah, is both the, yeah. You know, Blaine and his dad seeing where they go with that, seeing what they do with that. So. Mm-hmm. I've not looked at much like general consensus on this show yet so i might have a look a look around and see what other people are maybe saying about um angus and any other plot points because uh, like walking dead is mon- monday morning it's it's on the internet basically so uh we shall see that's all the notes i have for this episode unless you have anything else nope that's all i got cool all right so i think we both enjoyed this episode we just didn't quite get along with the major and donny stuff um so you said you don't like him that much either I find him as he's being acted annoying. I don't have anything yeah. against the actor because I honestly haven't seen anything else he's been in. Okay. Um, but just the whole personality setup is just you know it's he's very grating. He's very uh, you know kiss ass ish if that's a word. Yeah. Um, he drives me nuts in the sense that you know why the hell is he there? I mean I know why he's there in the abstract, but I see nothing of value with him. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a possible death for the future at some point. Uh, although, if I was covering the show two seasons ago, that's what I might have said then. So, uh, That's where he's a, he's a voice in Far Cry 4. Huh. Uh, he had a couple episodes of Falling Skies. I don't know if that ever made it to the States. It um, is on Netflix over here. I haven't, just haven't watched it yet. Episode of Supernatural that I don't remember. Hmm. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days. Never would have seen that. Hmm. Um, actually, he was in both Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies, so I definitely wouldn't have seen that. <laughs> uh, episode of Battlestar de Galactica. I mean, he's got a massively long IMDb. I'm amazed that I've never seen him in anything. Well, maybe it's just stuff that you happen to have not seen him in. So, I mean, some of it is stuff I know I've seen. I mean, Stargate SG-1, uh, The Dead Zone... Uh, X Men Two, uh, X Men at the Last Stand, Smallville, Battlestar Galactica. I mean, he's been in a massive amount of stuff. <laughs> I just literally do not ever remember seeing him. Yeah, and that can't be a good thing. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe it's just because he's more noticeable in this show compared to other stuff. Yeah, possibly because he's well, definitely well. That is more that is his age is part of it too because like. On Smallville, he's listed as a kid. I mean, like, literally kid. Uh-huh. So, I mean, he was probably no more older than, like, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we both enjoyed this episode. Some things didn't work. Some things did. We had one really dark thing, um, which, of course, like you said, was a bit of a plot point. So, yeah, that's what we thought this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Um, you can find us on entertainmenttalk.org. At the moment, we're doing The Walking Dead, of course, which is which has got three episodes left this season. Uh, iZombie, of course, which you're listening to now, so thank you for that, which has how many episodes left? Uh, it goes to 13, so whatever that one was, I think six or seven. This, this was five, yeah. So, yeah, it was five, then, yeah, then... Um, eight more left okay cool uh so yeah, well, we should be continuing with the rest of the season of that uh we've got the dc shows of course um we do those every five episodes but because they're all scheduled differently now 
Um, they was all in sort of different weeks. Uh, but we should have three of them next week. We got uh, the Flash, four fifteen arrows, six fifteen, and Black Lightning, one ten. So uh, all very different numbers for this season. Uh, so check out those next week. This week I did uh, some let's plays and a first impressions video. The let's plays were for Ratchet and Clank, which is this month's PS Plus game. Not sure how much longer it's actually going to be on there. Um, I think it's until the 8th of next month. I could be wrong with that, though. Uh, but it's the 2016 remaster of the 2002 game. That's available on PlayStation 2, 3, and 4. Uh, and the collection's also available on Vita. So if you have um, that as well. Uh, the other Let's Play I did was for uh, Far Cry 5, which came out on Tuesday this week. Or this week just gone, rather. Uh, I, also did a, I also did a first impressions for that. So if you want to know if you'll like Far Cry 5, uh, check out those videos uh, and see for yourself. Um, of course, we've got Random Gaming Talk, which we should be recording after this. Uh, and make sure you listen to the end of Random Gaming Talk, where we talk about the first contest we're going to be doing through the podcast. Yes, yeah. Um, I should be promoting that throughout next week's podcast, so have a look out for that. Um, and Robert will give you details, I guess, how to enter in this week's Random Gaming Talk, which should be 109, uh, one for the 31st of, um, of March, so have a look out for that. I'll put it in the title as well, that we, uh, did a, did a giveaway, so, uh, look out for that. So yeah, all that stuff is on entertainmenttalk.org, go and check it out. You can follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK, you can like our Facebook page, you can join the Facebook group, you can check us out on patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, you can check out Robert's Mixer channel, you can check out my Twitch channel, you can subscribe to us, rate and review us on iTunes, you can also find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, all that good stuff. Uh, you can use our Amazon affiliate link, which is where you do your shopping at Amazon. We get a little cut of um, the money that you spend, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. So please consider doing that as well. Yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you all for listening, and we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.